Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Good evening and welcome to the Ex-Mormon Files here in the heart of Salt Lake City. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some of your evening with us tonight. I'm really happy to introduce Rochelle Kelleher. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Appreciate her coming from a distance and sharing her story with us. So Rochelle, thanks for coming and letting us hear about you. Mm -hmm. So tell us just a bit. You were born in the church, right? Yeah, I was born in the church. Um, My parents didn't get sealed into the church until, I don't know, I guess I was like a year and a half old. So you don't remember going into the temple being Mm -hmm. sealed, but you were. Okay, and you were active though? Your family was active at that point? Very, very active. I was expected to go every Sunday. Did that seem like a burden? (laughs) It did. It was hard. Sometimes hard as a child, isn't it? Yeah, I knew a lot of other kids that had their choice on whether or not they wanted to go. Because their parents weren't as committed and stuff. Yeah, and so it was hard and being asked questions on what I learned, that was really hard. Oh, at home? <laughs> what did you What did you learn today? <laughs> yeah, what did you learn today? Yeah. Now you mentioned your dad was in the bishopric. Did that, uh, I guess that took some time f- away from the family, didn't it? Uh, he was the secretary. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, he was, and I had already moved out of the house at the time, and oh, so, okay. yeah, he, uh, I didn't really see him much anyways after I moved out. Yeah. Lot, but you were so. just were you in the young women's program and mm-hmm. active in that. Of course, primary yeah. and then young women and yeah, I seminary. Did you take seminary? Yeah. Did you? And how was that? Anything? Um, I only graduated with three and a half years because one well, of that's the that's pretty good. Because one of the trimesters I had to do at home because oh. I had to make up some some stuff credits. Yeah. And st- and so on, since seminary didn't count in oh, the credits, credit, then... Yeah, that's right. So yeah. you feel like you had a testimony of the church? I mean, you were raised in it. It was kind of your life, right? Yeah. You just knew it was I true. I didn't know any, any like, other. I didn't know anything else. I wasn't... Um, I was told not to go out and look at the other churches or... Were you actually... You were actually told that or you yeah, just kind just of understood that? Um, just pretty much that um, I couldn't, or let's see, that I was not to go and look at any other churches. Yeah. Um, okay. and people had tried bringing over other Bibles and... Different if, versions, you mean, yeah. in the Bible, huh? And if, um, like, uh, my stepbrother at the time, if he brought it into the house and his mom saw it, then uh, <laughs> she'd get really mad, tell him to oh. throw it out or burn it or whatever, because it was not trustworthy. And Only the King James would, would do, I guess. Yeah. And, 
Yeah, kind of, that's kind of the way we're all raised in the church anyway, just that you yeah. adhere to. The, and then even at that, we don't really trust it, do we? I mean, it's only mm -mm. good as far as it's been translated correctly. So, yeah. yeah. So did you ever have any questions about the church growing up? I mean, did there were some, but I didn't feel like I could ask any questions. Anything specific that, um, that you can recall? Just stuff like maybe why does it say, um, like on the birth of Christ, um, my dad had told me that <laughs> that Mary had been taken up to heaven even though she couldn't remember, oh. and all the doors and windows were locked. <laughs> but I look back and I look at the pictures of the homes back then and it's just mind-blowing on how there's no doors, there's no locked windows, so how could... I don't think I've ever heard that one before, uh, but, yeah, but my, my thought was, that, you know, that, that was different was that God came down and had a relationship yeah. with Mary, and I had never... Uh, I mean, that was the doctrine the church had. I had never heard about her going up. Yeah, that's what my dad oh. <laughs> told me one time. I, I was like, ah, okay. Some kind of a myth that I haven't run across before. But we do, so. in, the, in the church, we, the LDS people, believe that God had a relationship with Mary rather than the Holy Spirit overshadowing her, as, yeah. as it says in the Bible. So. so that was one of the little things. Anything else that kind of... Um. Seems strange to your young mind. It was just different stuff. Why was why is the King James version of the Bible the only one that's correct? Or yeah, um, why can't they make the scriptures more easy to understand for for younger kids and yeah. that? Other than those little movie things that the churches came <laughs> was, out with. It yeah. was... It is interesting. I guess if the King James Version, I mean, if the, if the Bible or whoever came along and put one together now, they probably wouldn't use the old English mm -mm. verbiage, would they? They'd make it in a contemporary English yeah. language, in which there are some now, but uh, I, never knew, I never really paid attention to that until after I left Mormonism. But... Uh, so anyway, you grow up a little, get a little older, and what, what happens in life? Um, I... You stay active, I guess? Yeah, Did I pretty much stayed active yeah. up until I was, see, about 20, 21. When I met my ex-husband, we didn't really go to church except for when we needed help. Okay. And then... Um, what did your mom and dad think he, about you not going to church? Did that come I up? I don't or? know. Yeah, I don't know if they even really... Well, where, where? You'd moved aware, away. Aware, so. yeah, we had moved away. Mm -hmm. um, my ex-husband had us move back in with them, so we were expected, of course, to go back and was that hard? attend weekly. Had you and been it was going hard. To, and, uh, had you been going to another church or just not going at all? Just pretty much not going at What'd all. What did you think about Jesus at this time? Was he important in your life? Um, well, you no, because I didn't really know much about him. It was always just the prophets. I didn't really know much about Christ. Could you read the Book of Mormon or anything? Yeah, 
kind of not all the way through. Yeah. Even in seminary, I would just kind of turn the pages <laughs> and not really read it like I was supposed to. And Do you think so there are others like like you out there that have, you know, kind of a, te I mean, you knew the church was true, did you? Even though you weren't maybe going? And yeah, well, yeah, I I don't want to put words true, in your mouth, yeah. but did you feel like the church? I mean, if you were going to be active and really yeah. committed that it would be the Mormon church you'd be involved in, right? Yeah, there was even a point where I wanted to go through the temple and Yeah. So, I mean, this was your heart. Stuff, so yeah. Your heart was for Mormonism and for the church and... Mm -hmm. But I think there are other people that struggle with different things. I mean, it's either doctrinal or other situations. Uh, you know, just sometimes the freedom of getting out from under mom and dad's yeah. thumb is can be tough or challenging for some young people. Yeah, I always look forward to getting out on my own. So yeah, but but to be inactive and or to not attend, I guess uh, that that happens, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I felt kind of just not as stressed out about having to go yeah. when I had moved out. It was yeah. especially moved out of the word boundaries that my parents had lived in. It was more, I felt, more relaxed and yeah. more, I can go when I want. Yeah. Well, I think the so, thing that we've learned a little bit with all the interviews that we've done here is that there are a lot of people that have gone through various processes of either their relationship with the church or with their inactivity, what brought them out of the church or what what uh, led them along. But the hope and the, the joy, the good news is that they've all come to Christ. And we'll get to that in just a second. But there is that hope always that and we want that message for, for those that are struggling with their testimonies in the church to not just give up on God, right? Yeah. In the Bible. <laughs> yeah. That they, we want them to to feel like that's important and and it's worth hanging on to even though you may be challenged either doctrinally or with other things with the church, right? Mm -hmm. So you did never make it to the temple, did you? No, Yeah. Okay. never made it. I was never worthy enough to go. Isn't that interesting? So did you feel guilty about that? Did you feel like, well, I'm not doing enough, I'm not gonna I make? Just, yeah, I just kinda always felt like I was never good enough no matter how hard I tried it was never good enough and you weren't gonna make it to the celestial kingdom were you okay with that um I guess kind of <laughs> bothered me cuz I wanted to see my mom again and you figured she would be there and I figured that she would be there and did she th where did you think you were going to end up <laughs> uh, maybe if I was lucky the terrestrial <laughs> in the middle <laughs> but not. not a really bad person so you wouldn't be in the yeah. bottom but you're not gonna get to I was definitely not gonna get to the top uh, so. that's interesting isn't it and you know the only requirement for the celestial kingdom they say I believe is is baptism and yeah. you were baptized right yeah. so yeah I was baptized at eight mm. yeah do you ever have a patriarchal blessing I did um, yeah. I think I still have it actually oh. at home yeah but yeah. So anyway, what uh, what happens next in life? And um, eventually, I move out again. Yeah. About let's see, in when I was twenty-seven, with my son, and we, I'd go as much as I could. I ended up pregnant with my oldest daughter after I had moved out. Back to the Mormon church. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I was in the word boundaries of my parents, and so 
<laughs> I wanted them to be happy with me. I was too busy trying to please them, and that I didn't want them being all were they paranoid and upset. Uh, were they counseling you a lot or trying to get you mm, to... Just pretty much trying to get me to, to go all to the church time. And they figured that you'd eventually catch fire and... Yeah, something and probably. <laughs> okay, so... so yeah. yeah any, so anything else ha or what happens next? Um, I started dating my husband and he moves in with me and we just kind of not really go. We go inactive even though we're in the same ward boundaries. And he's also a member. Yeah, at he least was at the he time, was baptized yeah. and all that. Mm -hmm. And his family was okay with where you oh, guys yeah, were his, at. Yeah, his family. Yeah. No, his family was more the type of you can go if you want. If you don't want to, I don't care. Yeah. How is your family really at this point? Did they know you now weren't, uh, weren't going to church? Yeah, there was pretty obvious. I think. Were they upset? I think they were annoyed. Um, yeah. They'd tell me because my son was having some emotional problems. He, they'd say, well, if you take him to church more often, then this stuff wouldn't happen. So it's a, uh, your so little guilt was, trip there, I yeah, guess. Yeah, there was huh? a lot of <laughs> guilt trips with that. Oh. Well, that's, and it does happen too if you're not, I mean, you're judged, right? You're, uh, yeah. You feel a lot of judgment and... And that adds guilt to everything mm -hmm. too, doesn't it? Yeah. How did you feel about that? Um, bad, it just made it so that I didn't want to go to church. Um, just being, felt, re yeah. felt rebellious about Back it. Back when I was a single mom with my son, I always felt bad because the church always tells you to give your child up for adoption. That being a single parent just isn't were Good. you counseled to do that then? Um, when I got pregnant with my oldest daughter, yeah, my uh, my dad's ex-wife had tried to get me to give her up for adoption. And when I found out what she was going to be, I was going to have a girl, then she had asked me about if I was keeping her only because it was a girl. And I told her no, even if this baby was a boy, I'd still want to keep, keep it. it. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm glad she, you did, huh? Yeah. Yeah. She is. <laughs> she's a jarry. She's a handful. Okay, but. so do you, uh, some guilt involved in not being as active as you felt like you should be, and family certainly were critical yeah. and judgmental of you. Do you, what happens to you to, to move you along here? Oh, we moved to Brigham. And we just didn't feel like going. I've kind of wanted to stretch out and look at other churches, other faiths, to really? see what they taught. What prompted that? Um, I always kind of had that little curiosity. Did you really? I had always, no curiosity at all. With I that. always <laughs> had the little bit of curiosity of what the other religions were really? like. Amazing. It's, it's just so interesting to hear that, and I had no, it didn't ever cross my path at all. I ran by churches. I did a lot of running uh, in life, you know, marathons and stuff, and I'd run past churches and 
just never even gave him a second thought. So did you attend a couple of churches or started um, going to them? No, oh. uh, not until about two years ago um, when we started going to Main Street because of a up friend Brigham, of ours. Up in yeah. Brigham City, I see your shirt here. <laughs> yeah. And they're the ones that sponsor this show and Doris Hansen's show. Mm -hmm. So so what, uh, you just didn't go to anything really particularly just, then? Yeah, I just yeah. didn't really so go what, to anything. So what happened when you went to Main Street for the first time? I was really shocked. Um, I wasn't sitting there and wondering when church was going to be out. How long is it going to be before we can just go home? Really? Yeah, at <laughs> you the church I always felt that, oh, we still have this much time, I want to get out of here, I don't want to be here. Wow. But at the Main Street Church, yeah, I was just, I was surprised when church got out and I saw a time, holy cow, it's already... fast. Yeah. <laughs> How about dress? Did you... Did you have to be in your skirt and blouse and all that no, stuff? No, and that's what I really, really yeah. loved because I hated wearing dresses. And the music, any difference? Um, and just, it wasn't just a piano or an organ. There was guitars and, yeah. Uh, yeah and did you notice stuff. the words? Did you notice the music that you were actually singing? Yeah, I did started really paying attention to the words and it, hit differently with me. What what was different? There was just more of a, I don't know, I guess it was just the way that the songs were played, I guess. That I could, yeah. I felt more like I could dance around. And yeah. Did you sense, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but did you sense a worshiping of God that was different than worshiping or the oh, singing? Yeah. It was a lot different than the Mormon church. And do you want to elaborate on that? Do you? <laughs> Um, Anything to say? I'd, when we first started going to Main Street, I'd look around and I saw people like lifting their hands up, like you see on TV. Yeah. And just kind of dancing or clapping. I was like, holy cow, this really is like worshiping. really. To me, it was really laid back and just I can do it however I can get into the music however I want. Exactly. Yeah. And that was different than what you had experienced. Yeah. In in Mormonism. Any other differences? Um, the lessons that were taught and so on, were they The different? lessons, it was just, I liked how, at least at the Main Street Church, how there's a screen and you can kind of follow along a lot better. Yeah. At least it is for me. It's easier for me to and That's Jim Catlin, follow. Pastor Jim Catlin. Yeah. And he preaches verse by verse, doesn't he? He mm -hmm. goes through the Bible and... He does it strictly out of the Bible and... I noticed that with him, he'd always say, now, if you think I'm wrong, come to me, we'll look it up, we'll discuss, discuss it. it. And that wasn't how it was in the Mormon church. It was just, mm -hmm. you gotta have faith. And so. Well, and, and the talks are so um, topic driven, you know, they yeah, we pull out laugh. a few scriptures yeah. and stuff, but not very. And that with um, Main Street, we could laugh, we can, you know, it didn't matter. Yeah, um, we it's could yell "Amen" or whatever you know, whatever we we felt comfortable with, and yeah. it was just it's nice. All right, a couple of the big questions: How does Jesus? How is Jesus different now for you? Um, a lot nicer, <laughs> <laughs> a lot more uh, forgiving, um, patience. 
Did you understand in Mormonism that Jesus had fully paid for your sins and actually through his mm -mm. grace we stand clean? Mm -mm. I always thought that it was more of a you'll get to heaven with grace, with Jesus dying for you, but you also have to do all this work. Right, all the stuff you have to do, yeah. And so coming to Christ, it was more along the lines of, I don't have to do all this hard work, and I don't have to strive to be perfect anymore. I can make however many mistakes I make, and I'm still going to be forgiven. Well, you mentioned, or I did, mention your guilt feelings in Mormonism. Isn't that because we're not doing enough? Yeah. Or we haven't done enough, or we haven't kept this commandment or that commandment? Now what do we know? We know we're sinners, right? Yeah. And, and we'll never not be sinners. Yeah. Uh, so that's been a joyful message for me, that Jesus is the Christ, and He, he paid for our sins and through His grace and yeah. righteousness. Had you, been, you didn't understand grace before, did you? Mm -mm. I never understood grace. I, now, that wasn't you, brought up. And so have you been able to share really? any of this with mom and dad? Um, I mean, do a they little understand? Bit, Are they willing to listen at all to what, you, what you've learned? Not a whole lot. Um, I wrote my dad not too long ago. You wrote, I forgive wrote him, him a letter? Yeah, I wrote him a I forgive you type mm. letter. And <laughs> he went and he told me that I knew better, that it's a two-way street, that the person I'm forgiving needs to ask for forgiveness before I can forgive him. And Wow. And that, so he's still carrying yeah. some, I mean, I don't know if he'll see this or not, but we, I know you love him, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, but don't you wish he would Yeah, I wish he'd come out of and Mormonism and really yeah. open up his eyes more. And not be judgmental. Mm -hmm. I think that's a real... I've had people tell me that I've lost the Holy Ghost, you know, I've lost the Holy yeah, Spirit. Yeah, and that was completely new I, to me, too, that I don't have to be baptized to get the Holy Spirit. No. We're, I just have to... We're born of accept, the Spirit. Yeah, I just have to accept Christ and... He that believeth in me hath everlasting life. That's yeah, what John it was, said. It was completely new. Yeah. I didn't realize that was so easy. How about the so Bible? Back. How about the Bible? Does that mean anything differently? Is yeah, it? like um, at home I have like two different versions of the Bible. I got rid of my King James Bible. It was just too complex. And yeah. So now I have a ESV and an NIV yeah. Bible at home, a study Bible nonetheless, and it's just much more easier to understand. And, and do you ever open it? Oh, yeah. Did you ever mm -hmm. open it as a Mormon? Not really. Not much. <laughs> mm -mm. It's so different, isn't it? Yeah. And, and can you imagine, uh, can you believe all the stuff that's in the Bible that we get to learn about and the things that it teaches us, what Paul did yeah, and, and Jesus? I like it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Your kids, do they go to church with you? Oh, yeah. Um, my son, he kind of resistant. Yeah. And then my girls, they just love it. Do they? Um, my oldest, I've asked her um, because she's been to the Mormon church 
and she remembers what it's like. Yeah. And I asked her, well, which one do you like going to more? And she said, oh, I like going to Main Street a lot better. We have funner there. <laughs> and so... Do you talk more about Jesus and the Bible? Oh yeah, at we home? have. Yeah, we have like Caleb. I mean, can it? Can you even turn time? it off? You can't even. I mean, as an LDS, we could go weeks with family vacations and other stuff. We'd never mention Jesus or the Bible. Yeah. No. Yeah, we we talk about it at home quite a bit. You, you and your husband and the kids. And we open and it stuff. up and. Yeah. Yeah, and the girls. We bought the girls. Um. um a Bible that talks about just the women, and yeah, we yeah. read that to them. Learn those the brave, stories. Yeah, brave girls. Yeah. And we read that to them and yeah. when they go to bed, it's and they like joyful. it. It's yeah. Just to know that, that, that God's given us His Word, both yeah. Jesus as the Word and the Word in the, in the words in the Bible, what Paul taught. I was so amazed what, when I started reading a red-letter Bible and read the things yeah. that Jesus said and what He didn't say. You know, he never yeah. talked about eternal marriage yeah. or a celestial kingdom or anything like that. You know, yeah. and if those things were so important, uh, and as, of course the polygamists, they think that polygamy is important. Jesus yeah. never mentions that or anything else. So, so you feel like this journey's been worth it? Oh yeah, I'm not so stressed out about. Would you do anything different? I'd still, if I had to do it over again, I'd definitely do it over again. Yeah. Even though I risked relationships with my family and yeah. and that I'd do it over again. Yeah. And yeah, that I think, I think what stopped me before I did it, I was afraid of that maybe it would happen. And I didn't know how I'd handle it, but I, I'm glad I did it. <laughs> do you feel like you know more about Mormonism now than you did as a Mormon? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we look online, we just Google it's, it's different stuff and then it's you're just Holy kind of cow. blown away, aren't you? I yeah. Mean, and, and the Mormons just don't know this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what, Rochelle? Our time's almost gone. Do you have <laughs> any, in 30 seconds, do you have anything you'd say to your family or friends? Um, just that I really wish that they'd come out of Mormonism, those that are, and don't be afraid to go to the anti Mormon sites. Yeah, or even the LDS.org, huh, and the essays mm-hmm. and read those. People aren't reading that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it tells them about polygamy and polyandry and stuff. Yeah. Well, Rochelle, thanks so much for coming and sharing your sweet yeah. spirit and <laughs> appreciate you doing that. And it's a joyful walk, isn't it? Yes, thanks so for having me. Appreciate you watching. Good night. This has been the audio edition of the Ex Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an Ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Music